Welcome to Making Bank, the show for Bankless DAO by Bankless DAO, where each week we highlight a project and a personality from inside the Bankless DAO. We want to showcase the work that we do and the people who do it. This is our story as we journey to become more bankless. If you want to learn more about what it is that we do, then just keep listening. We hope you enjoy today's episode of Making Bank. GM friends, and welcome to a special episode of Making Bank. Today I'm joined by my friend and colleague, Corey, who goes by RayBankless.eth in crypto space. He is a core contributor at Bankless DAO and Bankless Turkey. This is his second appearance on the show. Corey joins us today to discuss two topics. One, an update on his work with Sobo as a DAO cartographer at Bankless DAO. And two, the Giveth campaign he just launched in conjunction with Bankless Turkey earthquake relief in southern Turkey. Merhaba and welcome, my friend. Merhaba. I'd like to start with the second topic first. You're on the ground in Turkey. You live in Bursa, south of Istanbul. The earthquake happened in the southeast part of the country near its border with Syria. The destruction and loss of life on top of the horrors of war uh, are just devastating, as we all know. We've all seen this in the news. Tell us what you've learned, my friend, and more importantly, how people can help. First of all, thank you for this chance to get heard. And this is also helping. Thank you for that. Uh, First of all, we need to spread the word on especially the fundraising campaigns that's going on because this earthquake destroyed 10 cities. At least 70% of these 10 cities, let me say. Uh, We see here and there some people uh, surviving, uh, but now the death toll is 20,000, over 20,000 by the official numbers, which we never take (laughs) <laughs> really seriously i'm laughing but i'm i'm just like this is i don't know what how to react i think that's because of that like so we don't believe i think we think it's much more than that so first of all spreading the word about uh the fundraising campaigns uh we have one that is going on uh which you can say with an official wallet but you know what does that mean Right, wallet. and we'll get into that a little bit later to, yeah. to help folks understand so, how they and can we protect have, themselves. And we also, we also as Bankless DAO uh, Turkish uh, node, we started a uh, Give It campaign, and we are also trying to help to where they cannot be heard, maybe where we can reach. Uh, right now, this is not a race of who raised how much. This is just like. We are all together in this. There is no. It doesn't matter uh, who. Right. Exactly. Wherever it comes from, it doesn't matter. It's all needed. And we're trying to raise awareness through whatever channels we can. And that's why we're doing this. I was just checking. uh, It's not even fresh news. This is from yesterday. Uh, Death toll on both uh, Turkey and Syria. Uh, Yeah. Like. These are just random numbers. I don't know how they come up with these numbers. It's just, they are just guessing. It's good if it's under 20,000 that they are thinking like that, you know. Oh, now it's just some number over 20,000 is bad. Like, what are you talking about? 20,000 people, like, in these cities, 
around 15 million people were living. So yeah. 20,000 might seem <laughs> a small number in this uh, 15 million, but all these 15 million is homeless now. Well, and didn't this happen, and a lot of this happened in the middle of the night, or the, the aftershocks in the buildings were collapsing. And so, I mean, I I can't quite get my head around that. And so, anyway, um, do you... Do you have a sense for the mobilization effort at this point? We had chatted a little bit privately that yeah. it's been a challenge getting getting action. Um, it's it's like here uh, in in most of these kind of third world countries, the officials who should work for us, they just don't. I don't know if it's it was different with someone else in which in charge of the government, you know, how would it go? But this time uh the people who happened to be in charge of the government at this time of the uh, history they weren't enough. They weren't enough nowhere, not in Turkey, not in Syria. They they weren't enough in Haiti back then you remember that so we are living through the same thing uh, with people all around the world who happen to live in these kind of countries we don't have anyone to trust but each other this NGO it's it's shaped up by a singer you remember what they called when Ukraine uh, when the war started, they said, oh, they, they, these guys have a comedian for a prime minister. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I think they are ha- lucky that they had the comedian. I would agree. And we kind of we, we kind of have these people who, all civilians, all civilians, first three, day, first three days in Turkey, it was all volunteers, civilians. Which basically have maybe maybe have some basic uh, uh, training for rescue, but not professionals. The, it, in the first three days, there were no professionals. Forget the three days; it's been six days now. Police and the military is not enough. They cannot they cannot support the uh, you know like they cannot secure the area. Ten cities, first of all, okay, it's really big. Ten cities in Turkey, 15 million people. I understand it's really big, but it's the sixth day. We have this 600,000 people of an army. I served in the army for six months, and I was in a city called Kayseri. I don't know what the English name is. My uh, group of uh, soldiers was 150 people, and I know the same 150 people is still there. So why are you not mobilizing these people into the area? Why do you need them there? I We cannot understand what's going on. We cannot understand what's going on in here right now. People are trying to save their bodies, dead bodies from the rubble. They They just want to deliver their bodies in the proper ways now. And some people who 
so I don't want to say humans anymore because they are trying to steal their cell phones, which is the only thing they can have right now to communicate. If they, I like, there is a chaos going on down there, and I cannot imagine what's going on in Syria. Yeah, uh, in, in fact, in Syria there were already over four million. Um, displaced people in need of humanitarian, deep, deep humanitarian aid uh, due to all the conflicts there prior. And then this earthquake hit. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, the whole region is just really, really a, a devastated area now. And and I didn't want to get into personal stuff here. I think travel opens up a person's mind and it, and it brings you closer to individuals. And we look at we look at these statistics in the news, whether whatever country it's in, and I always hear, you know, you hear the argument. It's like, why don't you care about people in your own country? It's like, well, you know, but I, we should care about people wherever they are, and and um, regardless of what's going on with you know, the politics and so on. But getting beyond that, I'd had a chance to visit Turkey in, I believe it was 2014, if I'm not mistaken, and and I had a chance to interact with a lot of folks. And obviously when you're on vacation, things are a little bit different, but, but I did, my partner and I had a chance to have a meal with a gentleman who had had to flee Syria. And, and at that time, and I don't know the situation now, but at that time, Turkey was accepting Syrian refugees. Um, his whole family, his, his, I believe his mother and his sisters had decided to stay in country and he and his brother had fled. And I think his brother ended up in Denmark and, um, he had no way, he didn't know what had happened to his, the rest of his family. How can it's really hard to breathe? Like when I I didn't I didn't know this feeling before. I think I I have a I have a one year old kid right now, and I have, like the things I have seen because the technology is much better now. We have seen people sharing. From under the rubble, and you know, it's it's same for me right now. If it happens here, and if I cannot reach my kid, it's 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 minus ten degrees out there. It's like I don't know what they are doing. I don't know what I can do. And feeling helpless is is one of the worst feelings in the world. And yeah, so we're not helpless. We can do something about it. And you know, what, some of what we've been talking about is coordination failure. <laughs> you know, yeah. why are you on this show? Well, there's a couple of reasons. I don't think I need to get into all of them, but a couple of them have to do with the broader thing of what we're trying to do in terms of human coordination, getting things done. Getting away from all of this infighting, and meanwhile, you're not getting the big things done, saving lives, protecting the planet, all of that stuff. And so what can we do today to help help this situation? Uh, give ETH or give us. There are multiple campaigns going on. They're verified and validated, but I wanted you to lead the way here. Yeah, no, that's a, that's probably a good place to go in. Right now, there is some campaigns going on, uh, but I but I realized so this is my first time trying to do anything like this, and I'm I'm watching people trying to help. But what I'm realizing mostly there are uh, groups of people in discords, telegrams, 
uh, WhatsApp and Twitter. And these people are trying to coordinate something. They, they need to coordinate shelter, food, things, stuff, you know, emergency aid stuff, humanitarian aid stuff. But the problem is right now, what I see is they are not able to coordinate because I see on uh, Twitter, uh, if you translate do not send into Turkish and search for it, it's gönderme. Uh, so if you search for it, you will see that uh, the, the supplies that we, the clothes are on the floor, the, 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 the trucks, they come, they cannot find people who will direct them to right places. And at some point they decide, okay, I'll just dump this in the middle of the city center so people can just take it and I have to go because they're also afraid of their lives over there. Uh, there are still buildings that are really dangerous in situation and stuff. So like Moloch having a feast, you know, and it's just... Yes. So uh, right now, if like we have a multi-sig of five people, multi-signature vault of five people, if uh, decide to send supplies over there right now, it's I don't think it will be so much effective. And this is not a thing that we can solve with sending supplies over there. There will be millions of people looking for houses. There will be, again, children who happen to uh, have lost their parents. There will be young people uh, going to universities again, lost their everything, and like we need a, a future instead of uh, joining this chaos of uh, supply chain right now. This is kind of a good news. So whatever I hear from people over there, they say, okay, food is done, uh, some clothes are done, we are kind of okay. Uh, we need a better shelter, uh, heaters. People are sending some wood ovens, not ovens, wood fire places. But, but we need coordination. We need more of a security and security we cannot do much about. We have to wait for, you know, officials. They are going. Anyway, so yeah, that's, that's the point I'm looking at right now. Trying to be more in the middle term, more into long term way. That depends on budget we can raise. If we raise not so long-term budget, then we will try to find a little bit mid-term solutions like helping camps or container camp sites. There will be probably people who will set up these campsites, but then they will forget to look after them. Yeah, this isn't an overnight thing. Even just digging out and clearing out everything so you can begin to rebuild. And then what are people supposed to, there's no place for them to go. And so this is an ongoing need for the foreseeable future. And I wanted to speak to a point that you had made earlier, and I'm glad you brought it up. The idea of sending supplies, trying to send supplies, order them yourself, whatever, and, and get it shipped there. And we've had this happen in the U.S. too, where there's been an earthquake or a hurricane, tornado, whatever, and they can't mobilize it. It's stuck in a warehouse or it can't get to where it's needed. It's a bigger coordination problem. It's better to send money, just flat out money to organizations that can be trusted and the money that's being collected the majority of that is going directly to aid. GiveEth is one way to do that. GiveEth is a donor-owned and governed economy 
Um, and it's a smart contract system built on the Ethereum blockchain. And Give ETH has verified projects, and you are one of the verified projects. There's several others related to this earthquake relief that are Give ETH um, campaigns, and we will include those in the show notes as well. Did you want to talk at all about how that works? Because there are a little, a couple of mechanics with it. So you can donate in either uh, assets on mainnet or the Gnosis chain. Well, I and, think the cheapest way is to use the Gnosis chain uh, side. Yeah, that's what I did. The transaction fees are a lot lower. Yeah, transaction fees are a lot lower. Um, and you can bridge it over there pretty easily. I used Hop Protocol, and um, yeah. you know, there's other ways to do that. Did you have any recommendations there? Well, um, I use Hop also okay. because I used to use it in the Arbitrum whatever challenge. So it's stuck with me. It's it's fine. It's good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've used GiveEth before as well. I'm bridging some assets over onto the Gnosis chain. Quite frankly, I don't have a lot of liquid available right now on chain. And so it's like, okay, let me go find it over on Polygon or Optimism or somewhere and bring it on to Gnosis chain and dump it into the, into GiveEth. And it was very, very easy to do. You do have to obviously have to prove and so on, but it is a, it's a proven platform. I encourage folks to, to go and check that out. We're also putting some links in the show notes for Bankless Turkey, and there are some other... I had a bunch of links open here. I want to make sure I speak to them. All right. Yeah, GiveEth has a whole thread here. Uh, that's at GiveEthIO, G-I-V-E-T-H-I-O. Again, we'll put that in the show notes. And um, they list the... Um, what do they call them? Do they call them verified projects? Something like that. Mm-hmm. But these are all the ver- the verified projects and and um, the Bankless Turkey project, the donation. You can just the- write. Uh, you can just write uh, Bankless DAO actually to search. Great. Yeah, Bankless DAO also the Bankless TR for the Turkish media note. It's at Bankless TR. What else did you want to talk about here? Figure donating do here. donating is always appreciated. Uh, but you know, sharing is just a click of a button, and it's basically free. So right. I would like everyone who is listening to us, please share our project. So maybe uh, one more, two more, three more per people hears uh, by the by this one click of yours, and we can help the people over there. And maybe some people else in the future we, because we are we are learning right now as bankless turkish we are learning that we are not alone we in this world we are not alone that is suffering so yeah please share and thank you very much again drost for inviting me and have this chat yeah, absolutely. I want to prioritize, obviously, this, but I would like to just touch on, if you have a few minutes, about uh, some of your other within Bankless Turkey and within the Bankless Dow Cartography mm-hmm. group where you're working with Sobel. I know that's kind of a hard topic to shift to. I just wanted to give a brief update because there have been a few new things lately that folks should be aware of if you're a member of Bankless Dow. And if you may want to just say a few sentences about that, where we're at with things. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, in DAO cartography, we are still keeping the map update. Uh, in Sobol, the tool that we use to map the DAO, we have a new update 
which is basically connecting your wallet and your treasury together for multi-signers, especially to manage their treasury over there. And the contributors can also view all the happenings. So it's transparency and control. Uh, This is a first step of uh, role-based payments and then maybe KPI-based payments after that. So it's all in the plans that coming in the future. So please check, connect your wallet and share with the Bankless DAO. We have this training video in DAO Cartography channel and CC chatter somewhere, but it's really old. So DAO Cartography channel is, is much easier. Go to the pinned messages, check how to do, how to connect your wallet, share with the DAO. Uh, oh, there is a question that I'm getting a lot, Drost, about uh, what happens when you connect your wallet uh, here because of uh, privacy issues, security issues. Uh, basically, we don't have a smart contract. This is just to prove that you control this wallet and it is actually related with the Discord ID. In privacy, only disadvantage as uh, shows that wallet is connected to this, uh, this Discord handle. So you can use a different wallet that is kind of a little bit uh, less connected to you, a new wallet, just to get your bankless DAO earnings easier because uh, accounting people are starting to look at there to get everyone's wallet addresses when they do payments. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good to know because I've been, I've been thinking about that to have just the, the, the token-gated access stuff in a particular wallet and then moving other assets elsewhere operation wise yeah but that's a story for another conversation that's all about (laughs) already personal security you know this is what you should be doing already for your crypto security in your personal wallet design yeah we need to have an episode about that (laughs) (laughs) yeah right for sure all right. Well, thank you, Ray. And hey, um, you know, speaking about data security and privacy and trust and multi-sigs and all of that, um, you know, Bankless Turkey, you're on a four, is it a four of five multi-sigs that requires four out of five signatures to execute any transactions. Um, how are you tracking and providing visibility to the work you're doing, both in terms, in general, what Bankless Turkey does, as well as the Give ETH Relief Fund. So you're collecting money now and then you're trying to figure out the best ways to distribute it and try and make this more of an ongoing program because people do get forgotten. I really think that your approach, thinking about these people longer term, is really important. In Give It Project, it's a multi sig, of course, uh, three yeah. by five, and it's the international media node contributors, uh, node champions, project coordinator, Jenga, uh, and role holders. So a solid team. Uh, we are already all core contributors to the Bankless DAO, and we are here more than a year. Yeah, experienced people. Awesome. Yeah, great. Thank you. Yeah, in Bankless Turkey, generally we don't have a multisig. In Bankless Turkey, where we work for Bankless DAO, we translate and may sometimes create content. Uh, we don't have a multisig wallet to distribute the funds because. We are already friends for 20 years, most of us. And right now we have four, five people like that. (laughs) And new joiners, basically, they just joined the trust circle, you know. Uh, We didn't have any problem with that yet. But we are, of course, we are just lazy. (laughs) If any new joiner would have said, 
okay, let's make a multi-sig because I want whatever. It's it's easy. And I'm using Sobol multi-sig. When you combine it, the transparency is like, it's already there because it shows you with your Discord name instead of wallet. So it's much oh, easier nice. to yeah. human read, you know? Great. You can even see the teams sending uh, money to each other. Nice. Like uh, Grants Committee sent this to Ops Guild and Ops Guild sent this to DAO Cartography, for example, something like that. Yes. Very cool. Yeah, we're getting all those things wired up. And again, it's it's all about having good data in there. We're also very, very concerned about data privacy, as you spoke to. And I, I feel very confident about you and your team and, and the people involved. Yeah, just thought, just uh, I thought it would be nice, good to mention that we have uh, like our friends who who we are working with. And in this, in this, th throughout this journey, we met uh, some DAOs from Turkey. They are also trying to help. Uh, some Earthist DAO, for example, they are on the ground uh, trying to help and coordinate. And like, uh, they are a trustable source for us. Yeah, yeah, this has become quite a community of friends. You knew some of these people beforehand, especially your Turkish media node. But the rest of us, you know, we're distributed worldwide. You know, we didn't know each other before. Gosh, about a year plus ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a really interesting journey. And, and that's really what, what we try and do on the show is it's about our community and how we're using the tools to to affect change. And this is an example of, of how we can do that. Oh, I know what I was going to say. You had also spoken, was it uh, Istanbul Blockchain? I can't remember the name of the event. Istanbul Blockchain yeah. Week, something like that. Istanbul Blockchain Week. Yeah. You, when was that? I forget. That was a couple months ago, wasn't it? was in November. All right. November, December. November, I think. All right. Were any of those talks recorded or any of the panels or anything? I think I thought I saw something. Yeah, it's it's on the YouTube. Okay, cool. Actually. Cool. I'll yeah. put a link to that in there too. All right. I, let me know if you find what you want. It's okay. If you don't let me know, I'll try to find it. Okay, no worries. Well, you're busy enough and I have access to the BDAO YouTube yeah. <laughs> channel. So... Ray, I know you're busy. I know it's uh, it's evening there. You're you know, you're putting your your child to bed. Um, you know, I think it was just about uh, when your child was born when we first spoke. You were a new dad at that time, and here we are. You're about yeah. a year later. So about a year later. Thank you. Thank you very much for uh, letting out, letting our voice heard. Thank you very much. Absolutely, and, and best of success to you, uh, Ray. And and by the way, in the international media nodes, I was looking in the channels here, um, in the Bankless DAO Discord and their IMN General. There is a thread there. I believe that's where it is. And there's like 90 messages in the thread that you got started about um, all this Turkey Turkey relief and and what's going on around the earthquake. The way the community is engaged is really. It's really encouraging. Yeah. So thanks again and best of luck to you. And thank you so much for, for doing everything you do, both in our community here at Bankless DAO, uh, within the international media nodes as well. And of course, in your own community right there. And you're doing it where it, where it really matters the most. So again, thank you so much. And, um, I'm going to try and get this out as quickly as we can and, um, keep in touch. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Right. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. This has been Making Bank, a production of Bankless DAO. If you'd like to learn more about Bankless DAO, please visit bankless.community on the web for more information and how to get started. And, of course, if you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, and follow on your favorite podcast platform.